Why do you think now? Now this is a very important question. Why do you think these resale units, these units from the landowner, not directly from the developer, and boutique projects, the developers of which are not heavily marketing the project, they're just contractors. They go in there, they build it, and they try to sell it. Sure. Why do you have generally a better deal with these types of units, other than? those ones, the heavily marketed projects. Hello, ladies and gentlemen, this is Fatty Stavro speaking, and that is Alati. Right. How's that for a beginning? It's <laughs> perfect, I guess, right? right? Anyway, it, it, it was a good beginning. It was a good opening. I think it was a very good uh, opening. Ferry, who are you? Well, uh, Ferry Stuyver is the name. Half Dutch, half Turkish. Yeah. Um, born and raised in the Netherlands. I used to work for a consultancy company for two and a half years. And then I transferred to the Istanbul branch. I worked there for one and a half years. I said, you know what, it's time for a change. And um, I did some freelance work in real estate again, you know. And after actually two, two and a half years doing some work as, as a freelancer for my uh, clients from the Netherlands and Germany, yeah, um, Property Turkey approached me to join the team. I said, you know what, uh, if you guys are willing to give me the space to develop myself, sure. But again, let me tell you this, I've not regretted that choice once. Right. So today, Ferry, I'd like to talk about uh, properties, mm -hmm. portfolio, the type of properties that exist in the market mm -hmm. and the type of properties that we have acquired within our portfolio, right? If I am to categorize these types of properties, I would first say you would start with the usual suspects, sitting ducks. The sitting ducks. Right. You come out of the airport, and the first thing you realize that oh, these are these projects. Okay. True. True. And then there's there's another. Um, and in fact, they always look better on the picture. Right. Yeah. Right. I believe so because um, yeah, they're, they're 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 internationally marketed as well, yeah. not locally, internationally True. marketed as well. True. Then you have heavily marketed projects mm -hmm. you need to spend about five days in turkey and someone would send you those properties and those options from those things and this is about what 80 to 90 percent of the agencies in the market are selling true when you peel off these layers you you see units from landowners true you see units from construction material suppliers true barters true. you see resale options True. You see, not very well marketed projects, but no. decent developers. The landlord options, right? resale options, and the barter options, you know, from the same projects, even. Yeah. You know, yeah. but then the question is actually did your agency that you are meeting with, or the consultancy company that you are dealing with, do they have the connection with the landlords or the barter companies which were able to get the properties from the developers also right well we do we do True. We, yes, yes we do we do have thanks a to our portfolio department, the right. uh, the apartment which is doing an outstanding job right 
always going out there, socializing with uh, How people. many people are we now at the portfolio department? <sighs> I think that we're a group of almost 20 now. Yeah. Wow. It's almost 20. Yeah. Different parts of Istanbul. You know, I mean, um, they did, for example, a wonderful job in, I think, four years ago in Kautan. Eh? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Because, you know, that wide Istanbul area with the shopping mall, right. the rest, etc., was fully being done. Right. And it has reached its peak. And we were thinking, like, you know what? Um, how can this be a benefit for our clients? You know, mm -hmm. and once we have uh, studied the exact location, right. we saw that that high class location is extending itself to the uh, gender streets, right? Parts of Kautan. Eh? Yeah, and we said, you know what? Uh, this is actually where we should be investing for the following right. two, three years, and definitely together with the support of the government for the construction companies who is doing. The Re urban regeneration, yeah. Definitely, right. which we have discussed, I guess, you and Cameron. Yeah, for, a couple uh, times. True. So that was definitely something right. that uh, people have seen the uh, benefits from. Right. Thanks to our portfolio department. Right. For, for our clients or for, for our audience who are not familiar with what Ferry is talking about, is that we're actually talking about a specific area called Kaltane within central Istanbul. With thanks to our portfolio department, we took on board when nobody was there, no true, other agency true. was there. When five years ago, I right. think the question that the people should be asking themselves, five years ago, nobody had heard of foreign countries right. about Kautana. Nobody, yeah, right. Yeah. And uh, yeah, when when most of other guys were selling Maslak, Wadi, Istanbul, Shishli, Levent, these developed areas, we said, you know what, we, we need to get into this. And when we saw, how much have we started selling for um, there? Let's talk about one bedroom you know, properties and how much they're worth now. Two years ago, how much was it? Let me tell you what this, it is two, now. Two and a half years ago, you could buy in Kauta. I'm not talking about the cheapest option. There's Look, there's always something cheaper. But the average price for a one-bedroom property in Kauta should be give or take $100,000. Right. In a decent location, you know. And I think that property would be worth right now, two years later, 180, 190, right. up to $200,000. Right. Depending on the view, the size. Right. That's the going you know? rate. Huh? Yeah. Right. So um, I want to peel off these uh, portfolio layers with you today because I want our clients to understand that there are different segments which are which are definitely not easy to get which are which are type of properties type of deals that come and go they may not even hit the websites that's uh that's why we're doing this video so that people who are interested in these types of deals to write in and get in touch with the people um that are in this department right yeah the reason that some of the boutique projects that yes. um we are buying for our clients is because you have such limited stock yeah. that you're not gonna tell to the marketing team, you know, take this project of 10 or 12 properties you know, and put it on the website, make a video out of it, the picture, etc. Because before they are done, which takes maybe three, four weeks, it's already been sold out. Yeah. So what's the use of putting the whole department into getting the videos, the pictures, etc., etc.? Um, that 
70% of the stock has already been sold before they're even completed. Right. Why do you think, now, now this is a very important question, why do you think these resale units, these units from the landowner, not directly from the developer, and boutique projects, the developers of which are not heavily marketing the project, they're just contractors, they go in there, they build it, and they try to sell it. Sure. Why do you have generally a better deal with these types of units other than those ones, the heavily marketed projects? First of all, they're not reaching out to the foreign market. Right. They're purely focusing on the local market. Yeah. Um, and then the question is, how much can a local Turk afford for a one-bedroom property in the center of the city of Istanbul? I mean, like if you would look at the GDP of this country, I mean, majority of the local population would not be able to buy a one-bedroom property for 400,000 US dollars. Yeah. It's a very small percentage of people that would be able to afford, you know, four or $500,000 dollars for a one-bedroom option. Yeah. People would be able to pay maybe for four or $500,000 US dollars, but they would rather do, do that for a three-bedroom or a four-bedroom property. Rather you, 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 you're talking about the, the average Turk. Yeah. You're not talking about somebody who's done well for themselves in their business lives and someone who wants to uh, appreciate... The general Turkish right. population. The right. Turks in, Turks in Istanbul. Which, is, which, which really and truly should be the focal point of one when he or she comes to exit, right? Definitely. Look, one of the things that I always say to my guests, my clients is before you buy the property, ask right. yourself this question. How much amount of time do I need to sell my property if I'm in a real urgent case? You know, nobody would like to buy a property which they cannot sell. Right. Nobody would like to stick to a property which they cannot sell in one, two years. Right. Know? So rather than doing that, I always ask myself this question, you know, can I sell this property in three, four months if I'm really in urgent need of cash? You know, and yeah. rather than buying something very expensive, you know, I would, I would rather go for something which is more affordable for the local population. And um, when it comes to the mm -hmm. difference and the distinction between these um, one-off type of deals or small boutique projects and the larger developments. When you look at the, the, the sort of dynamics, the sales approach, the sales strategy, because you, you've been in the field, you've been gone and out of these sales offices many, true, many times. True, true. What, what, what is the dynamic within the sales offices and who benefits from it and how does it happen? Once you, once you enter a sales office, you know, you get a full presentation about the project and then they show you the sample flat and then you uh, sit down to discuss about the floor, the view, the size, the type of property, etc. And then a negotiation starts, you know. Nothing wrong with that. But if you want to buy a luxury project in a good location, in a good location, so it should be in the center of the city itself, close to all the amenities, public transportation, etc., where people would like to live, I would recommend you to buy something in the 
early stage rather than before a project's almost completed. Why? Because construction companies, first, they are eager to get their costs out. So they sell out with heavy discounts in the beginning. In the beginning. Once and then they the charge costs discounts. Are being, yeah. Once the costs are being reached, you know, they're not that keen anymore on selling their properties for affordable prices. So if you were an early bird, sure, definitely. Go for it. Go, true. But then again, um, the question mark of the client should be, because when I'm looking at my client, I'm always asking this question. Look, this project is going to be completed in two years. Are you okay? All the numbers might be right. Emotionally, are you going to, are you going to be okay? If you are sleeping at night, are you a person that is going to think, oh, you know what? This project is still going to be like two years, two and a half years before I will get my keys. Or do you say, you know what? This was just an investment. It's good. Okay. I will move on. Because if I see that a client mentally is not going to be okay, I'm just going to say, don't do it. Because you are right. not the type of person that should be buying a property which is going to be completed in two, two and a half years. If this was, if this was in your country, okay. But buying in a foreign country, it's different a, it's than a, buying something in your own well, local it's place that you know. It's, true, it's, it's unknown true. for a lot of people. And a lot of people do not necessarily know the, the country, the, the regulations, the industry, what happens and what true, wouldn't happen. True. And is if especially if that person has a bad experience in the past, and that person really tends to be, I mean, he tends to be very, very risk averse. Very risk averse. Mm -hmm. So, so, so I, I would assume for those types of people, definitely, maybe these are not the types of things that they should go into if they're not going to feel right. True, right. True. That's something very important. Like right. uh, the facts and the figures uh, might be okay. Emotionally and mentally, you should be okay as well. Yeah. So, why do you think that in resale options in the options of the landlords and boutique projects prices are more competitive than the um i don't know the developers the develop themselves no. landlords they used to be the owner of the land or they used to be the owner of that old building which used to be there which got knocked down and the new project is being built now in that case there are there are uh, two options one the developer buys the buys the landlord out which means that the full project belongs to the developer itself and there's a second option that there's a share that the landlord that the owner of the land or the old buildings in the past which are being knocked out uh knocked down um are getting a share of the project for example 15 properties, 20 properties, 30 right. properties, depending on the scale of the project. Right. So the landlord didn't actually pay a dime for these properties. He just right. gave his land or the old building in return right. for the properties that he is receiving. Right. Now, if you're talking about the barter, now these are the painters, the, the people who are doing the wiring or, providing, are, the or providing the materials, the cement, the iron, right. the doors, 
etc., etc., the parquet, you know. And these people sometimes are not being paid cash, but they're also being paid by properties also. Right. So in this case, because the person didn't get cash, but he got the properties, he is eager to sell it as soon as possible to get some amount of cash. Right. Now in this case... Because that person is already making money by selling the materials. True. He doesn't need to wait. Well, he can wait to make some money over the properties, mm -hmm. but that's not his first priority, right? True. True. Right. True. Because the fact is, uh, because he has used his goods, it can be a parquet, it can be iron, it can be cement, but it has to be bought again. So he wants to get cash so he can buy some new supplies right. to sell it to the other construction companies. I'm going to ask you one last question and then we're going to close the show. You said uh, with, with heavily marketed developments, large-scale developments, purchasing directly from the developer, um, in some cases, well, in most cases, wouldn't be a better investment or a better deal than getting something for resale or secondhand or from this source and that source. Mm -hmm. Now, is that all across the board? Because I can give you an example of the Finance Center project. True. true. Look, the Finance Center project, what we did was that we took our clients directly to the sales office and we, we kept on buying. We kept true, on buying. True, we, true. we bought it until there was nothing more available. And guess what? Every single one, whomever saw has purchased there, have, have made significant upside. True. So are you saying that there are exceptions to that? Definitely, definitely. Look, I mean, talk to me. If you're talking about a finance center, if you're talking about a um, small piece of land, you know, where a financial institute, where a financial complex, an office complex is being built, right? You know, with where all the Turkish banks, insurance companies, etc., are moving into one spot, which is going to create fifty thousand new job job opportunities, and <clears throat> um, because of this 50,000 new job opportunities, people also want to live close to their workspace, as I said earlier, you are going to get a high demand in this location. If you're buying at the right spot with the right concept, yes, you can still make some decent amount of cash. We, as a consultancy company, it is our main job to go out there to investigate different parts of Istanbul, you know, different projects, just to make sure that our clients, you know, are getting presented the right, right options. Well, you touched upon something great there, studying the project. That's, that's something that we're very, very big on. I mean, as you know, that within the portfolio department, there's a, there's a small unit and also up, upstairs at Design Turkey, uh, we also small feasibility units. And what we do is that whenever we see a, a project, whether it's a large scale project or a small scale project, we always go there and do our analysis. The, the portfolio department brings in these properties, right? Mm -hmm. And portfolio department does not necessarily, um, you know, know the exact numbers of, you know, how this project is going to perform, how, you know, it's not going to perform. Their job is, you know, go out there, have a good idea is what we need from which type of a location true, and then bring true. the property in. Then once that property is inside, it goes through another filtration. I want to close the show with one example. I uh, thought you were going to say, I want to close the show with one song. No, with one example. Yeah. A song for another time. Yeah. Um, I had this, I had this client once, you know, and the guy was uh, going to buy a one-bedroom property in Taksim for $30,000 in the outskirts of Taksim. 
and in, in the not so good neighborhoods, you know, I said to him, can you pay 20,000 US dollars more? 350. Right. And he asked me why. I said, if you are going to invest this much, I want to give you something with Bosphorus view. I took him to the project. Right. Guy saw it. Signed on the spot. Love it. So that's how important it is. And he actually bought a Bosphorus view project, did he? Yes. Yeah. That's how important it is that you're dealing with the right consultant. Okay. Thank you very much. It was my pleasure. Guys, like it, subscribe to the channel. Any questions, please don't hesitate. Either comment them down below or with this WhatsApp number, you can always reach us. Thank you very much for watching and see you in the next one.